Yeah. What's up, Villanova? Yeah. Yeah. You know I love yeah. Villanova, man. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. 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 We are here, at Villanova Radio, man. It's a glorious, glorious time to be a Villanova fan. How much money you got? 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 Yeah, we here, man. I just want to talk about this Villanova. Villanova! I just never doubted him, man. I just know that, you know, you have to listen to Jay Wright if you really want to know where Villanova's coming from. If you really want to know what they're going through and 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 what is the, like, what's going on? What's going on, Villanova? Everybody? You got to listen. Just take it one game at a time. The man not lying to you. I mean, this is the this is a coaching this is best coaching effort to me to get twenty two wins out of a to me this team is more or less than a lot of teams because I mean you got Pascal and Booth with the leadership like seriously like um Phil Booth had twenty eight his last game at Wells Fargo. I can't even describe how great Phil Booth really gets. In my opinion, I just feel like he's one of the most biggest snipers in the game of basketball. And I knew it. I told people, I said, Phil Booth can average about 20 a game. This guy can get down. He can seriously get down, man. And we talk about the Villanova. I evaluated the Villanova recruiting class for VU Sports, man. I will talk more about that also. It's going to get the feeling over football recruiting is here. Let's get to that. Junior Day just came around. And, um, Villanova football, you know, they had a good junior day. Of course, I mean, it's a time for a lot of colleges to have junior day. And they had some good prospects that, um, were definitely in attendance. And I'm going to tell you some exciting prospects, man. Like, I'm happy they got some guys. There's a couple of guys I'm happy they got up there. All right. Now, let's get right to it. Let's get right to it. Now, if you want to really hear where I come from about Junior Day, it's a couple of guys who I feel like. Um, one guy's um, Sean Pelkinson. Sean Pelkinson's a beast, man. He's he's a defensive end linebacker type guy. Could play the DN. Can be a real big time dude at DN. Um, I think in, in the most biggest of things that if you look at a Sean Pelkinson, right, you're talking about a guy that can dominate the game. He can. And he works hard. He works super hard. You know, and I like this kid. I, I, it's, a, it's an interview with him in the NFL draft room where he talked about Villanova being one of his top schools. Penn State also. You know, you go to the NFL draft room, you'll see him prospect. He was one of my first guys for NFL draft room. And I just think he's one of those type of kids you got to believe in because he can believe in your program and and, and bring it up. He's one of them cats. He's one of them guys, man. Um, Andrew. Andrew Hemacker. He's another talented prospect that you must pay attention to. All right. Looking at his ability to play tight end will probably be the biggest thing. At 6'6, 250. Um very smart kid, four five six GPA. 
one of the top recruits in PA. If you're looking at an offensive tackle, he won't play that position. Not 66-250. He would have to gain more weight. But as a tight end, he could be something different. I mean, he's, he's a pretty good kid. We'll get more into. You'll see I have an interview coming with him. He's a very talented kid. Um, and we're just talking about him. We're talking about Sean Pelkerson, Andrew Hamaker. And if you really look at how good Villanova really got with their last class, you I mean, you got to sit up here and be like, wow. It's looking good for Villanova, right? No doubt. I mean, you got to expect big things after this class. I mean, this was just a great haul of, of, of prospects they got. I mean, a very big haul of prospects. So there's no other way I could really say how good this Villanova team could be. No other way I could say. They have a lot of different players, different stars that are going to be incorporated with Villanova. You know, um, a lot of good players. If you're looking at uh, Villanova and, and really asking who to really look at? You got Ryan Ingro. He's another guy that came to Villanova. Ryan Ingro is um, a dual threat quarterback in 2020. First team All League, uh, offensive MVP, six one. Look out for him. Villanova's trying to get these quarterbacks that's going to help them. And I really like what they got. Another guy that Villanova has um, certainly reached out to is Jack Neary. Well, he's he's come there. He's another guy I'm gonna end up uh, talking to. Jack Neary is a a pretty good prospect for Villanova. Pretty good prospect. You're talking about a guy that can come in and, and make an impact. I think Villanova looking for impact. I think they're looking for athletes. Villanova always wants the multi-dimensional guys for, for football. So you know, this is not a surprise. He's a guy that can play quarterback also. I don't think Villanova is 6'3", 220. He's also a guy that's played linebacker. He had a nice touch on this ball, man, Jack Neary. Uh, it's going to be something to see. I'm really interested to see what guys they get for 2020 because this, this crew class they recently had got me excited. I'm sorry, y'all. They got me excited. Villanova football got me excited. Y'all talk about all oh, FCS now. Don't forget that. Matt O'Connor committed to Villanova, another quarterback. They're not playing. Malik Griffin is the guy that visited Villanova. Another, and that's a good guy to see. You got to pay attention to this guy. This guy is from Philly. And you're talking about a guy that could, um, an elite athlete, athlete right now. You know, a running back, wide receiver type. When you look at this guy, that's a guy I could see. He visited Villanova. That's a guy I could see being getting an offer. He has all types of tools. And what do I see him playing? I mean, Villanova loves the running back position. And he is dynamic. I mean, he can really get at you. Malik Griffin has the, the feet, the moves, the, the vision. He can be something different. So I'm excited about seeing that he visited. It's big for Villanova. All right. Also, you know, it's a lot of guys. Among this class who 
you're not going to hear about right now, but you'll hear about soon. You know, um, Malik Griffin also got an offer from UMass, so they're coming. They're definitely coming. And soon, I could see Nova, I could see this guy staying home. I just think Nova's really headed in a great recruiting direction. There's no doubt about it. I can't even say it more than, I can't say it so many times. Another guy that um, we could talk about, um, Hunter Cusimano. All right, this guy. I mean, these are walk-on guys that, you know, you're in the FCS. You're, you're more likely to get a walk-on. He's a DB wide receiver. We'll see what he plays. I have an interview coming with him. Him and O'Connor both committed. So it's been it's been it's been something. Now, if we're looking at Villanova as far as girls, yeah, we got some girl news, man. Why not? I love it. I love it. I love the recruiting effort. I'm all Villanova. We in. Y'all want to know about Villanova? I'm gonna tell you about Villanova. There's a lot of good players. A um, lot of good players. Um, on this, you know, Villanova women's recruits good too. I don't think nobody looks. Of course, nobody looks at how good Villanova women's basketball can be. All right, nobody really looks at that position. You know, and I, I really want to emphasize on women's basketball. I'm on my way to it. I'm on my way to be more into the Villanova women's basketball. Women's basketball, period. They're good athletes. They know how to play. They know exactly what it takes to win. So that is definitely something I'm into, to see how good these players are. No doubt about it. So Villanova has some girls. You got uh, Lucy Olsen. That's one person that they're recruiting. A pretty good prospect that they're recruiting on, on that point in the 2020 class. Um, they're always trying to recruit good. Like when they got Kelly Jokic. You know, I mean, Villanova's always trying to recruit the best women players. And I just feel like they don't get enough credit. So shout out to the women's team for recruiting so many pretty good players uh, on this this particular floor. Now, if we want to talk about Villanova, let's talk about basketball on the men's basketball front. We're going to talk about some men's basketball recruiting. It's been big for Villanova to be as good as they are. It's kind of hard to be that good. It's hard to be that good. Very hard to be that good. And um, they went through something. They went through something real big. Another girl you have to look at, that uh, Caitlin Oriel. He's an, another uh, girl that got um 2021 class. Um, Villanova's looking at them. You know, so that's another person to look at. Now, if we go into... Um, the Villanova basketball, as far as men's basketball, I really feel like Phil Booth is just, I mean, and then you, Phil Booth and Jermaine Samuels, the two, last two games, in the big game, Marquette was bigger than people think. I mean, Marquette really is a good team. Between the Hauser brothers and, and Marcus Howard, they have enough to be really um something special. In my opinion, 
Now, I'm going to tell you all the real deal, man. Phil Booth is, is, is what it is. 28 points. The last game, he gave up his scoring because he was doing bad. Guess what? He had seven assists, one turnover. And Butler got rocked, of course. I mean, we should have rocked a couple of teams. In my, I just don't feel like that. I think Villanova was real off. Something was off. To me, something was off. Something was off, and that's the conference of Villanova being like that. And I feel like Villanova has what it takes. There's like no other way you can tell me that Villanova's not going to win. I'm not going to sit here. Like, when they lose, it's a surprise. I mean, they've been winning too long. Maybe that's my that's my fault. Maybe I just, you know, but certain teams, like, the three-game losing streak should not have happened. St. John's, I rock with that. And then you look at the two, losing streak, teams can get to there. I get to Georgetown, has a talented team, even though we still should have beat them. But I will take St. John. I will not take Xavier. I will not take Xavier. So they had to come back and do some pretty good, and they did. Seton Hall is next. It's the last game of the season. Seton Hall, they can in this 23-8, and eight, go into the tournament and make it happen. Villanova has to be ready for it. They're averaging 74 points a game as a team. They're averaging 35 rebounds a game as a team. They're averaging 14 assists, and 66.7 points is allowed. So basically, they're outscoring opponents 74 74 to 75, 75 to 67 is rounded out because 74.6 points a game, 66.7 points allowed. So Villanova's having a good season. And in my opinion, as much as I like this team, I saw some guys wasn't ready. I particularly saw guys that weren't ready, like Samuels. Bay was doing this thing, then Bay went down. Gillespie was doing this thing, but Gillespie went down. But see, I'm naive myself because when you see the hype, you'd be like, okay, maybe these guys are about to break. But they're going to have up and downs. They're figuring it out as they go along. And what's going to happen is Gillespie, Samuels, Dada, and um, Jermaine are going to be even better next year. Can y'all realize nobody's looking at that? The experience they're getting this year from Pascal Booth, other guys. Cremo, I feel bad for Cremo. I think he just should stay in Albany. Because in my opinion, I have been bad. Now, I messed around. Term. I apologize for going bad at Cremo. Cremo don't get enough shots. I know y'all say people need to create some shots, but well, listen, he's a shooter. How come Jay Wright can't create some shots for the man? Get him open and, you know, just crazy to me. But then again, you really see the type of pressure Cremo had at Albany. He was the man. So if they, he wasn't scoring, who else was scoring? And he was shooting good, too. It wasn't like he was just shooting up shots. You know how some guys are the only scores on the team, and they're just throwing shots up because they're the only ones there, and they're not shooting good? Well, you know, Cremo was shooting good. Cremo was shooting good, man. Cremo was shooting good at Albany. He's shooting good here. You just got to give him the ball more. I think it was the wrong team. You should have went to somebody that ain't got nobody that made you the number two score. You should have went nowhere where they were looking for a Dante DiVincenzo because that's a lot of pressure to be Dante DiVincenzo. I mean, Dante DiVincenzo is not even of this world. Ain't too many guys come off the bench being Dante DiVincenzo. So how is he going to be Dante DiVincenzo? Dante DiVincenzo will create his own shot out of nothing. Cremo's not that he's a shooter. He's more... Cremo is more... Um, who's a shooter in this game? You know, you're going to give him... Kyle Corver. He's more Kyle Corver. And Dante DiVincenzo is more... It's not... It hasn't been a... And I'm not going to the... Listen, this. White athletes don't get up and dunk like that. If you see him, you'd be like, ah, Brent Berry. I, he's better than Brent. I haven't seen a, a, a white athlete jump like DiVincenzo. Who? Who? Mac McGlung? Mac McGlung can't get up like DiVincenzo. As good as Mac is and explosive as he is. 
There's not been an athlete like Dante DiVincenzo. You have to live up. You ain't wake up pretty early in the morning to be as athletic as he is. You white or black? How about that one? I'm just saying, man. You're just not gonna compare nobody. You're gonna bring Cremo in and put the pressure on a, a champion like DiVincenzo. It's pressure, pressure. So, um, I just think Villanova's on their ride. I think they'll knock out Seton Hall. Hopefully, they don't go on one of those. You know, they forget how to play spells. Uh, Jermaine Samuels, I, I, I'm really, I'm really excited to see, cause you know what's exciting about this team? The fear of not knowing. Cause that's my fear. Like, okay, I didn't know Sam was going to come out for 29 because what he's been doing, I know he could because he got the talent, but he ain't coming out doing it. But then he came out and did it. And you're like, oh, we didn't seen Babe be the freshman of the week. They are, we didn't seen Kyle Gillespie throw up 30 on him, 30 burger. But then they just all, whew, all this, they go down. I mean, I guess. I mean, when we, you know why I said they go down? Because Pascal and Boothby, you know, putting in work. Pascal's been off last couple of games. When them guys are down, you need help. Then sometimes the defense also loses its sight. I'm serious. Drilling over defense loses its sight. And they be blind to the fact. Because that, that's their biggest thing, passing and defense. I know you see the three-pointers and you see, oh, we got Gillespie and we got Samuels and we got no. If they ain't playing no defense, they ain't passing good. They're not winning no football, no no baseball game. I mean, I'm, baseball. Jesus Christ! Listen, I do a lot. Anybody know me? I do a lot of sports. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Basketball, my fault. Okay. Now let's talk about some basketball recruiting because I'm excited. I got some news for y'all. Johnny Juzang is a guy to watch out for. Not an offer yet, but I'm telling you right now, if that five star get an offer, man, whoo, Villanova's going in. And I'm not getting too far into it because I know a lot of stuff about this, but I'm not going to get – just watch out for John five-star Johnny Juzang. We talk about Jeremy Rhodes, but watch out. We talk about Elijah Hutchins. They both got the offers, but five-star Johnny Juzang. Watch out. Oh, he's over there in California. So what? Do you know he got two relatives that work around Villanova? Did y'all know that? Did y'all know that? Yeah, so he got Pennsylvania ties. So let me tell you something, man. And he will be perfect because he can shoot out the lights. He's, the, he's one of the best shooters in this class. The second best shooter in this class. There's a lot of good shooters. You got Boston. You got, you know what I mean? It's a lot of good shooters in high school, man. A lot of good shooters. Roach is so, you don't hear too much, right? He's on injury. So I think that's rightfully the respect. You know, we'll see what happens. I think even more than anything, they're probably going to wait till he gets back into the game the next year because this is their junior years. The senior year is going to come up. We're going to see what they get into. Now, if we look at um, how many people, I mean, how many people they could get? I think three, two to three. And I'm telling you, right, Delaney is – if the, to me, Delaney ain't going to want to be there. I'm just saying, man. It could be four. I'm just saying. But I doubt it's four. It's not, listen, two at two could be the most. Two could be the most. But it, it could be three if the, if the price is right. Elijah Hudson and Everett, they need another big man. You know, they went there, they got Jeremiah Robinson Earl. I mean, but he's more powerful. Hudson's Everett, you want you know, want to know what makes him so entitled? So, um, such a look there prospect. He's not only a center, he can shoot three-pointers. 
So who that who did that remind you of? Amari Spellman. Amari Spellman. That reminds you of Amari Spellman. Um, Jeremiah Robinson Earl can shoot that Trey Rock. He even said they talked about putting him at the five. Can you imagine on Villanova having him at the five and putting Sadiq Bay and Samuels at the three and the four and then having Javon Quinterly and Gillespie on the floor? That could happen. But then again, you're like, what happened to Brian Antoine? Is he going to be? He's going to get started as minutes. I don't care where Brian Antoine is at. He's getting started as minutes regardless. So he's going to have the ability to score 14 a game coming up next year. 14, I think. I think both of them, Jeremiah Robinson Earl, be going to 14 a game. The guys who are going to be looked at the carry is not going to be Robinson, Earl, Antoine. But I think they could end up being the one or two best players on the team. It's that good. But Sam, but what I have saw out of Sadiq Bay and Jermaine Samuels are two guys who can play defense and can take you off the dribble, can shoot the trade ball. They could be dangerous next year. Then you got Gillespie learning after another year of winning basketball, after winning the championship in his freshman year. You're talking about, I don't want him at point. What do y'all not see about what I'm saying? When Gillespie shoots, everybody pays. Everybody on the court that faces him pays. They pay. Quinley can sit back and not want to shoot. You know what Quinley wants? The ball in his hand. He don't have to score. He just like to dribble around you and make you come to him so he can pass the ball. Then he gonna dribble past a couple of people. Go, you know, he gonna he loves to shake you out your boots and and, and make you come on the ground. See. Kyle and Gillespie is the type of guy that can shoot. Gillespie make you go on and come on the ground and, 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 and pick up your shoes. Quinterly will make you, the dead jelly fam, that's what they do. They shake you. So this is a big thing for Villanova to have Quinterly and Gillespie at point because they know what they're talking about. Um, that I could start at center. I really believe it's going to be something, even though I think that Robinson Earl and Antoine will come off the bench and give them starters minutes. Giving them starters minutes could be super huge off the bench. I think that's going to happen. I think the starters are going to be Quinley Gillespie, Dada, Sadiq Bay, and Sims because they have all went to war. Then you bring guys like Robinson Earl, Brandon Slater, Cole Swire, Justin Moore. Brian Antoine off the bench. That's almost ridiculous right there. Eric Dixon? I mean, come on, man. That's a deep team. Eric Dixon, once again, doing so many great things for uh, Villanova. So many great things. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm talking about playing for Abington the way he's doing. Him and Justin Moore. Justin Moore was a co-player of the year and, and, uh, around his area. And then Eric Dixon has just been super huge for Villanova. In the biggest way ever, I would have to say that Villanova has really, really, really uh, did the the best, did the great. I, I just think that looking at Villanova and how good their team is, it's crazy. Next year, next year is just more of a, a big time thing with Villanova because they have so many people next year that will kill. I mean, they're going to kill. You know what I'm saying? So, Brian Antoine is the first guy I, I, I profile. It's a VU Sports you go. And really, the reason why I did the, the write-up on VU Sports is because 
it's not basically on just just looking at the number two class in the nation in 2019. What it's looking at is that that this team is more of an um, elite team. It's more of an elite team, but but they're more elite because they choose winners. Guys who are winners, winners. He's a six-five guard, Brandon Antoine, five-star, could play both guard positions. And you're looking at his team through 25 games is 22 and three. He's won several championships. This past season, Antoine. Average 15.8 points. I mean, this season right now, 15.8 points a game, 5.2 rebounds, 2.2 assists, 1.6 steals by shooting 43% from the field. And we talking about this, I mean, this AAU season. So he's already begun to, you know, still play big time ball. You're looking at um, the 14th ranked prospect in the nation. An NBA draft room for the 2020 NBA draft class. He's ranked the number four prospect. And he's still in the Iverson round ball class. This pad, this record, right? this super team at IMG is 27-1 for Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Robinson Earl this year, 19 and a half points, 11.4 rebounds, 2.0 assists. In the 2021 NBA draft class, he's a 15th ranked prospect. I mean, he was 28 at one time. We had him at 28 on NBA draft room. He's now the 15th ranked prospect. I mean, he, he, people got to start opening their eyes. This guy's the real deal. Justin Moore, a sniper. I just told you he was a co-player of the year. 49th ring prospect has a lot of Dwayne Wade in him. 33 and 5 record this season for his team. 11.8 points, 3.9 rebounds, 49% from the field, 36% from long range. And he's been selected to the USA team um, Nike Hoop Summit. He's always looked at as that type of player. I mean, he's just that good. Eric Dixon, another guy. I mean, every time this guy shows up, he plays ball, man. 26-1 record, man. 26-1. I mean, this guy's good. You're looking at these guys that's the special players. They know how to win basketball. If you don't know anything, they know how to win basketball games. And what we're going to learn about Villanova is that Villanova is a, a type of team that is going to win. Now, but this year, this year should get everybody even more. Because Jermaine, when you see the, just games from Jermaine Samuel and J- big games from Sadiq Bay and big games for Colin Gillespie and B- Dada, I had an MVP this season. Do I have to say that again? Y'all forget. Like, oh, Dada, Dada is still learning. That's why. I don't think Jay Wright is even comfortable with putting his young guys out in the forefront like that. He wants to put it on Pascal Boots back and then let everybody circle around it. But he has to put them in the fight game. They got to dog it out. That's just what it is. 
2021, we know Terrence Clark is one guy, right? But um, uh, my boy Jake Wingard, man, he's a big time. He, he's one of the rising stars in this recruiting game, man. He's just real good. I mean, he's a real good dude at what he does. And um, he recently gave me some news, man. Shout out to Jake Wingard and Stock Rises. I helped get their whole site off the air, man. Whole site. Helped to get to his point. I'm just loving where he's at right now. I'm really proud of the guy. Um, guys that came and visited the Butler game was four-star sophomore John Camden. Um, 2022 Justice Williams and Jalen Dern. Jalen Dern plays for Roman Catholic, and that's a bad boy. They have really been. Trey Patterson's another guy. I just thought I'm going to have an interview with him soon. This guy's a five-star in the 2021 class. So watch out for him. A super type of player that, uh, to me, Trey Patterson can do it all. I mean, that's just what it is. Y'all want to know about Jalen Dern? Like, who is Jalen Dern? Jalen Dern plays with another two Villanova. One was a former Villanova target in Seth Lundy. Another one was uh, Lynn Greer. He's a Villanova target. He ain't got an um, offer yet. And then they played with the great. I love Roman Catholic, man. I can't even say enough about him. Can't say enough about Roman Catholic. I mean, they, just, they, they produce real good players. That's just what they produce, productive players. So Jalen Dern's that power forward, 6'8", 210 right now. But he is a monster in there. You got guys like Penn State game off, of course. No, I could have got Seth Lundy. Of course, they're going to go to Jalen Dern. And they already gave him an offer. Crazy, right? Um, He's a, he's a, just watch it. I think he'll fill out. I think he'll get to like 230, 240. He could possibly grow another couple of inches. And he's a very good, I mean, if Villanova wants him, they'll go in and get him. Everybody in Philly, people in Philly want to play for Villanova. So if a Philadelphia person can get a Villanova offer, let me tell you something. Nine times out of ten, I'm going to say eight times out of ten to give it a little bit more stretch. Villanova going to get him. They didn't get Michael Brown. They didn't show no, when you don't show any um, importance. Justice Williams is also a Roman Catholic guy, 6317. They both visited Villanova. Uh, good, good guard. Uh, the Nilly Lions offered him too. They trying to go. Roman Catholic got a talented team, man. This is what it is. It's it's a it's a real good circle going on over over right now. A real good circle, and as far as recruiting is going on. So you got the 2022 guys, Justice Williams and Jalen Duran. You got Trey Patterson and Terrence Clark in 2021. And then you got in 2020, it's all about Jeremy Roach right now. And then you got Johnny Juzang, Elijah Hudson, ever to look at. And don't forget about Lingry the third. These are the names you got to really look at right now. Now, no, no Jalen Green. I know. I don't think they're going to go after him. When I talked to George, George was like, man, well, you know, those guys know where they're going to go. They know where they're going to go. Oh, come on, George. Y'all not going to go after this, man? At least make an effort? Because I'm pretty, I'm telling you right now, from from talking to that side, they had a def, they have a definite chance to get Jalen Green. And they're not going after Jalen Green. I don't get it. I thought they were. I was told by George they was. I don't know, man. 
smack me in the face and call me silly. But I guess yes, they, they just don't feel like they can get a guy of that caliber because, you know, the guy like that probably is going to require time. And, you know, I think Jay Wright likes to run his basketball program like he likes to run it. You're going to get your time, but you ain't going to get it when just because you're this and that. You have to earn it. Brunson, Spellman earned it. Spellman came in. Who was a big man? Uh, you had Dada. So who you going to play first? Okay. When Brunson came in. You think, well, Booth, no. That's a little different, man. I'm going to tell you that right now. Booth could have definitely, if if, if Brunson wasn't ready, Booth would have been the starting point guard. But Brunson was a guy that was ready defensively, works harder. I mean, this is what it was. Quinley had to learn a little bit more, had to get tougher in the Villanova system. Next year is his time. There's nobody going, I'm telling you. Now, I called it this year. But what I'm going to call is that I don't see I just don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see him not starting. He groomed him to get him into the offense. Brunson got into there more. Last year, uh, that, that year we won the championship. It was Booth, and um, I think that's the one guy you look at that stood back. You need that scoring off the bench, and I think that's another thing because Booth was a combo guard. You know, you could put Ryan at the shooting guard because he can he can light it up. But he can also be a point while Brunson runs around because Brunson can shoot. It was just a real masterful thing. All right, y'all, we about to rock about it. Even though ready, y'all wanted to give y'all a little bit of a uh, little bit of this, a little bit of that. And I will be back in a couple, in like an hour on filler talk, and we will talk a lot. This is Lita Johnson on Follow Leader Podcast. Villanova Radio, I'm out, man. Yeah, 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 yeah